Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Only daily sports talk show. Nuanez now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football. And just like that, it's Super Bowl weekend. Welcome in. Happy Friday. Nuwata's Doubt, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Friday. I'm Coulter Nuwata's coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years, and happy to say so. A bunch to get to today. we got to keep it efficient because, as you know, we have a lot of semi-regular to regular contributors here, uh, but it's always a, a sort of a puzzle putting it all together and fitting in each segment where we can and uh, where it's best suited for you, uh, the loyal listener. We hear every week from Carolyn, the chicken does no sports, and we'll do that here today about the middle here of hour number one. And we hear every couple weeks from Justin Angle, University of Montana business professor, the business angle, an overlay between business and sports. We have that as well. I didn't record with Justin until uh, yesterday, so usually we do that on Tuesdays, but we're doing it here today on your Friday because I thought it would be a fun analysis of just the Super Bowl and what it's become from a marketing standpoint, from a commercials standpoint, uh, from an exposure standpoint, and just the the beast that is the, uh, the National Football League. Uh, so we'll do that to get our number two kicked off. We're also going to take you around the big sky in both men's and women's hoops, some of the results from across the league. And uh, we'll also hear from Brian Holsinger just a couple minutes after Montana suffered a uh, pretty controversial loss that came down to the wire here in Missoula last night. We'll get to that part uh, in just a minute as well. And then we'll give you some of our final predictions and some of the uh, best of the best upcoming uh, from around the prep sports world as well. That's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have, give Brent and his team a call today. If you want to stream the show, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live or download that ESPN MT app. Either way, it'll get you there. And if you want to be a part of the show, give us a call. Shoot us a text, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. I'd be remiss to say, uh, to not mention, our guest that will be live in studio, Pete Hamill, is already here. Uh, Pete was a standout football player from Coeur d'Alene, uh, Idaho, who then came and played for the Montana Grizzlies um, in the early 2000s. He then went and lived over in Hawaii for a while, and now he has brought 
a great platform back to Montana. It's called Vertical Raise. It's an outstanding uh, tool to help facilitate fundraising for specifically high school sports teams. But you can use the platform in a variety of ways, whether it's nonprofit fundraising or you have an event or something like that, but primarily used in the high school sports fundraising world. And it's pretty cool. We've partnered with Vertical Raise, and we will have our uh, Vertical Raise Boys and Girls Basketball Players of the Year for both the AA and A levels. So four total trophies being handed out courtesy of uh, ESPN MT as well as uh, Vertical Rays. So Pete's going to swing in just for a minute to give us an update on what's going on with them, uh, how you can use the platform, a little bit more about the awards, and to probably just some fun and good times as well. That's coming up here in about 40 minutes. Let's dive into our Big Sky Spotlight. It's presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law. Maldonado Law, your Big Sky defender. You don't want to battle the insurance companies, I promise you. So let Dave and his firm take care of it. You've been in a car accident or you have anything that uh, needs help with battling the insurance companies, give Dave and his team a call or you can visit them at BigSkyDefender.com. Here are the scores from around the Big Sky Conference from last night. On the women's side, Montana State was losing at halftime, 28-26 to Weber State. But then Darian White took over the game. She scored only one point and missed all seven of her shots in the first half. But she made seven out of nine and scored 22 points in the second half. And Montana State wins going away, 75-60 to over Weber State. Portland State uh, got a gritty win, 56-52 over Northern Colorado. And uh, Northern Arizona, they pulled out a late night, big sky after dark to be sure, 84-82 win in overtime over Sacramento State. It was sort of a sloppy ending, but not nearly as sloppy as the ending to the game that we were in attendance at here in Missoula. Montana hosted Idaho State uh, to wrap up yesterday's show. I proclaimed that I thought it was the most important game to date on the Lady Grizz schedule, and I believe I was affirmed in that notion. The Lady Grizz uh, came in with a four-game winning streak, and they leave with a 55-54 home loss to Idaho State. And it was not without controversy. The game, I thought, uh, was poorly officiated across the board. As I always say, I don't think officials are biased. I think they're just bad. I, some, and I don't, I'm not saying all officials are bad. I actually think the officiating in the Big Sky this year has been better than it has been uh, in recent years. But uh, I think that there's some stuff that goes into it, particularly on the women's side. I think that... Um, there's some pretty distinct styles and there's some pretty contrasting styles in terms of teams in the Big Sky Conference on the women's side. Idaho State has a very defined style, and it's one of physicality. They love to play rough. They love to box you out hard and, and bust you when you're cutting across the key and pack the paint, and th- that's what they do. That's how they've done it for years and years and years under Seton Sobolewski. He recruits to that, and uh, it, it's a tried-and-true formula. They've been very good operating that formula. When they play some of the teams in the league uh, that operate with a more finesse style, like the Lady Grizz, it's just a contrasting matchup. So then the officials, how the officials set the tone and how they're going to call the game does make a definitive impact on the game. And again, I'm not saying these officials are biased. I just think sometimes they're not the right fit for the game. They have a lack of knowledge of the players and the subjects in the game or Sometimes I think they just, frankly, are quite uh, just just lost. That was the case last night. I thought that these officials 
uh, on the crew last night, particularly a co- I thought one of the officials who I didn't recognize, which is always a bad sign, especially in the women's league because most of the officials have been around for a while. If you don't know them, you don't recognize them, that's usually a bad sign because it means they're unfamiliar with the teams. Well, this game ended with Montana not being able to get, uh, not being able to score. They were up by as many as seven points late. They were up 54 to 50 in the final minute, but Idaho State chipped away. They hit a three uh, to bring it to 54 53. Lady Grizz lead, and the Lady Grizz had an, an offensive possession that they got nothing out of. And then Idaho State comes down and uh, they draw a foul on a wild jumper where the offensive player was basically running full speed into the defensive player. Defensive player was straight up and then sort of backpedal a little bit. Regardless, a foul is called. Uh, the Coleman girl, the retro freshman from Idaho State, she hits both free throws. The Lady Grizz get one final opportunity. Libby Stump gets like a 17-footer from the right side right in front of the Lady Grizz bench. It draws front iron. No dice. Lady Grizz lose. Before we an- analyze this game anymore, let's hear from Ryan Holsinger, the head coach of the Montana Lady Grizz. We came in this one with some uh, momentum, and then uh, that was kind of the style of the game Idaho State wants to play. So, I mean, to sum this one up. Yeah, we fell into the trap. I told them, I mean, it's gonna, they're going to muck it up. They're going to be physical. They're going to grab. They're going to punch. They're going to do everything they can to slow the game down and make it ugly because that's what they do, and that's what their chance is, and they did. And the, in the end, you know, it doesn't come down to the last thing. I don't know. I, I haven't watched the video, so I don't know what that foul looks like or whatever, if it was a foul or not. But the bottom line is you can't give a team like that a chance at the end. And because you never know when somebody's going to throw one in or do something crazy. And and so just disappointed in really our first half. Um, I thought the second half was better in general, but the first half was just no good. You guys seemed to break out of the spell kind of in the third quarter. What changed there? Yeah, we just executed better. Our, our tempo and our, and our spacing was better. Um, and we defended better with some urgency. Uh, got going with the press. Um, but you just, you know, our kids relax. We try, we, we were on them all week about not doing it. Not, you can do everything you can as a coach to just say, cause you know, you just know you start to feel good. And as soon as you start to feel good, you relax and you don't play with the kind of edge you have to, to win in this league day in and day out. You guys have been good in the press. You've shown that, especially last couple weeks. What's sort of the thinking behind how often you use it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Just sometimes just to get our energy up, to get our energy going. And and I was trying to – tonight it was just about trying to increase the pace of the game. We needed to increase the pace of the game. Uh, They were controlling the tempo, and we're trying to change that. Um, That's just what they do. And so that was the biggest part of it. On on the first game of a two-game weekend, I don't always like to use it a ton, but um, tonight was necessary to get the lead. And, you know, we have a four-point lead with whatever left. You just – you. You, you got to make plays down the stretch. Good teams do. We just didn't tonight. How tough of a matchup is Callie born for you guys? Yeah, I mean, we did a good job the first time, but this time, you know, she went against our freshman, and our little freshman, she looked at him and was like, huh, no problem. And so, but credit to the, the number four, Bello kid, too. She hit, she's, I think she had hit three mid-range jumpers all season, and she hit five tonight. So she hit some shots that we weren't expecting her, and then our kids, our guards got to get tougher inside. I mean, how do you hope you bounce back from this one? Or I guess, what's what's the message after a game like this? Because you guys had it rolling a little bit, but I mean, that's kind of just this league in a nutshell, right? Yeah, I, I mean, we told them, we said, honestly, what, what matters at all is how you respond on Saturday. That's all that matters at this point. Uh, we will go to look at the tape and figure out what the, what the heck happened to us. But ultimately, you just have to respond. You have to pick yourself back up and play the right way. And if you do that, you'll have a chance to win on Saturday. If you don't, we'll be in a dogfight again like we were today. Brad Holsinger, Lady Grizz head coach. 
Uh, that was the last game played at Dahlberg Arena before they dedicate the court to Robin Selvig. That happens tonight here in Missoula at 6.30. It's free to the public. So if you want to go celebrate Coach Selvig, one of the great college basketball coaches, uh, certainly in this state, but in all of women's college basketball, you can do that. But sort of an inauspicious and, and disappointing start to the weekend for the Lady Grizz. Yeah, Weber State coming to town for the Robin Selvig commemoration game tomorrow. And uh, they got to have that one because Weber's 1-10, and 10, so it's a big game in the standings. But also, you can't get swept on the weekend when you're dedicating the court to uh, the guy who only lost 67 times at home in 38 years. So uh, maybe some added pressure. Uh, but either way, we'll get back to some uh, thoughts and analysis about this. It's our Big Sky Spotlight, presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law. Visit BigSkyDefender.com to see how Dave and his team can help you. On the men's side, Nuan is now ESPN Radio. A Big Sky Conference action. The Grizz men shot the ball well again. They hit 13 three-pointers against Idaho State the last time they played, and they drilled the Bengals by almost 30, beat them 84-55. In Pocatello, a little bit more competitive game, but Montana earns the season sweep over the Bengals with a 69-61 victory. Montana's now beaten Idaho State 25 out of the last 26 times in men's basketball. So uh, certainly a rivalry that Montana has dominated thoroughly uh, for the duration of Travis DeKear's time and, and even through Wayne Tickle's time uh, as the head coach of Montana as well. The Cats got stung. They went down to Ogden. Probably the best win, and uh, not probably, the best win of the conference season for Weber State. They beat Montana State 73-63. Weber's other best win probably came in Missoula here uh, a couple weeks ago when they won in completely unlikely fashion, basically at the buzzer. But uh, either way, uh, Weber beats Montana State 73-63. Cats, uh, they they shot the ball well. They shot 66% in the first half. They ended the game shooting 51%. Uh, but Weber did whatever they wanted. Dylan Jones, another double-double. 15 double-doubles this season already. 18 points and 12 rebounds. Steven Verplanken chipped in 17 points. And Weber, who got destroyed on national TV on Monday by Northern Colorado, 88-54. They bounced back for a big-time win, beating Montana State by by 10. And uh, Weber moves to 8-4 and four in conference play. They're a game and a half behind Montana State, who's 10-3 and three in league play. And uh, they are all now uh, chasing Eastern Washington. Uh, Eastern did not play last night. They play Idaho in their lone game tomorrow. Other big sky scores. Don't don't uh don't say I didn't tell you so, but NAU drilled Sac State 77-55. I said that I thought that NAU had the upper hand in that one even though Sac State was the betting favorite and the team with the better conference record and that bared true. NAU said to heck with all these one possession games. Let's just blow them out. And that's exactly what happened. They beat Sac State by 22 and then Northern Colorado. I also said thought was a better team than their record, and I thought they were better than Portland State straight up, and they proved that as well. 88-79, uh, Northern Colorado beats Portland State. Uh, so Northern Colorado and NAU, the, the two teams in last place in the Big Sky, they both pick up wins uh, last night. We'll come back to Big Sky Conference uh, hoops analysis a little later on in the show. we got to take an early break here because our great friend Carolyn, the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, is swinging by to talk all things Super Bowl. We'll do that next. Don't change the channel. No one is now ESPN Radio. 
College Athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuwana is here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. I promise I'm going to stop playing Rihanna, at least for a little while, <laughs> once the Super Bowl halftime show commences. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports coming up here in just a minute. But we got to sneak this in as well, our uh, Pepsi Youth Sports segment. We just tell you what's going on in the world of youth sports. It's presented by Pepsi Cola of Missoula. Right now, the Parks and Rec here in the city of Missoula. They're taking registration for Kiwanis basketball, free for grades 6 through 8. Monday, uh, February 13th is the deadline, so this is your last chance. Um, you can just visit the uh, Parks and Rec website, or you can email parksrec at ci.missoula.mt.us. So it's just on the city website there. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Uh, it's where you pay your water bill. It's where you pay your parking tickets. You can get to the Parks and Rec page from there. And uh, you can also go and donate to uh, these fine programs as well. More families than ever need financial assistance for summer child care, swim lessons, swim passes, and more. Your, donati- your donations help ensure every child gets the chance to adventure with uh, Missoula Parks and Rec at summer camps, learning to swim at Currents and Splash Montana, or learning the joy of teamwork through youth sports. No family is turned away due to financial constraints, and your donations help expand their programs to those who need it most. So go check out uh, all of this fun stuff at the uh, Missoula Parks and Rec extension of the City of Missoula website. That's our youth sports segment presented by Pepsi Cola of Missoula. Well, welcome to the Sniffles here, uh, both of us. It's the Sniffles show. (laughs) We're just sniffling away on the microphone. Uh, Did you know there's a football game on Sunday? What? Who's playing? The Chiefs. And? You really don't know. No, hold on. I just looked because I knew you were going to ask. The Chiefs and the... (sighs) Welcome to the chick who doesn't know who's playing in the Super Bowl. Also knows the chick who doesn't know sports. Uh, It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's right. The Eagles. The Eagles. It's so easy because there's only 30 choices. It's not even like a hard question. I was going to say the Nets, and then I realized that was basketball because I I have a note about the Nets. Well, the Nets are also in the news. Look at you. You know a little bit more news. But I wrote them down as the New Jersey Nets. (laughs) Uh, They're the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, okay. Uh, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports is presented to you by Buff City Soap. We got a glorious Buff City Soap uh, gift box coming up here uh, shortly. Looks like a great Valentine's Day gift to me, fellas, so uh, stick around for that. Um, Okay, so 
We both got the sniffles. The Super Bowl's on Sunday. So you don't have any fighting interest in the Super Bowl because you don't even know who's playing. I, I'll tell you what I'm interested in the Super Bowl is what? the commercials. Okay. And that's all I've ever been interested in the in the Super Bowl. Guess how much they cost this year? Seven million. Seven million. I did my research. <laughs> now, Besides on who's playing, <laughs> just commercial prices. Well, I was kind of annoyed because they keep releasing these Super Bowl ads early, and I may have brought this up in Super Bowls past. I'm not sure. Have they been releasing them early? Because the last week, last two weekends of NFL, the f- commercials have been fire. Well, they release them online. They don't. I don't think they play them in. Okay, you know, well, whatever. I, so I guess that there's a new. Uh, we always talk about just the Super Bowl Sunday commercials. I think that there is an advertising. Well, there obviously is an advertising war that is going on in the NFL. But I want to know what the lead up commercials cost because they're they got to be several million dollars in too, the playoffs. Because the yeah. playoffs last two weekends, the commercials have been awesome. Yeah. Well, I went through some of them that have already been released. So first of all, in my day, before the internet, you didn't get to see the before ads. Before the internet. <laughs> I am pre-internet, okay? Yeah. You didn't get to see the ads until the Super Bowl, and that was the best part. And yeah. that was worth paying $7 million to these people because people were really tuning into the commercials. It's crazy how much ex- how exponentially this grows. It wasn't that long ago when they were like a million dollars. Right. How did it get from one to seven so fast? Well, because our um, there's too many people on this planet, but oh, we won't go into that. That's true. Okay. So anyways. <laughs> I think because th- that many more people are watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Because you don't have to watch it just on... But that's the thing. More people aren't watching the Super Bowl. The highest rated Super Bowl was 30 years ago. No, it wasn't. The highest rated Super Bowl, I'll have you know, was f- in 2015. Hmm. When, or it was whenever the Seattle Seahawks played... Um, nor, nor, oh my God, sorry. New England. New England, okay. And that had, I think, 112 million viewers or something like that. Okay. Look at you. You did do some research. I did, but I have medicine head, so I'm not mm. 100% sure I'm right. But that was the highest that rate would have been Super Bowl. 2015, you're right. New Look England at me. Seattle, yeah. That, that Super Bowl was the last Super Bowl in Phoenix, as a matter of fact. Oh. As well. So, um, I just don't like that they're releasing them, but I guess, so I Googled why. Well, who was watching them besides the people that want to watch them? I didn't even know they released them. It's not like it's spoiling it for most people. I mean, they're all over the World Wide Web. Okay. But- so, and by the way, popcorn, I need to say one thing. So I was like, why would they do this? Well, it's to get even more eyes on them, right? Mm-hmm. They want even more people to watch their, because they, they spent a fortune making the ads and then they're sure. spending a fortune having them in the Super Bowl. For sure. Well, so, and you also captivate the audience that's not going to watch the Super Bowl. There's a lot of people that maybe want to watch the commercials that have no interest in the game. That would be me. Sure. But I still will put on the Super Bowl just to watch because I am, I am basically a boomer. So, sort of. Um, Popcorners has the guys from Breaking Bad in it. Okay. And my son is like loves that show Breaking Bad. And what so, the heck is Popcorners? Oh my god, it's so good! It's like um, popcorn-based chips. Okay. They're really delicious. And my son came home yesterday with like a monster bag that he went and bought at lunch. I'm sure 100% because of that commercial. Oh my gosh! Okay. Um, M&M's is launching their new ad. Which, you know, they had to, because so many people complained about the sexy boots on the female M&M. I just can't. They had to switch their spokesperson or make it a spokesperson. So Maya Rudolph is doing an ad and it's, I love her, but the ad is stupid. Okay. Um, there's a clueless, <laughs> an ad with Clueless. Like remember the movie? So a nostalgic sure. ad with, I, so great. That's cute. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but then Bush Beer did a really funny one where they're talking about like how to survive in the woods. 
And then Sarah McLaughlin, you know, she sings oh, yeah. that song for the ASPCA or, you know, the, sure. the, the animal shelter people. Angel. Yeah. Yeah. In the arms. Of, <laughs> and um, so that one's really funny. So there'll be some great ads, which is really the only reason why I'll be watching. I don't even think I'll be watching. What time does it start? I don't even think I'll be home. Uh, it starts at like four or something. Uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah. I won't even be home. Were you doing skiing? Yeah. Okay. It's Dan's birthday on Saturday. Mm, happy, happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday, Dan. 4.30 kick on Fox Television. Happy birthday, Dan. Uh, yeah. The popcorners, huh? Yeah. Uh, what time? What, when are we going to figure out that that's also poison? Like we figure out every oh, other food. My, I would my sister in law texted me a meme the other day. She said, "Eating food as an American is so depressing because every day it's like, did you know you've been eating a class one carcinogen since you were six? It's so true. <laughs> in fact, I just saw some ad, or not ad or TikTok or Instagram that now Lacroix is filled with carcinogens, and you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. I I don't know what else to do. I'm trying my best here, yeah. and. So I guess I just have to go hunt and fish. Well, that's right. If the food was never alive, you shouldn't eat it. That's the best advice I ever got. If it, if it never was living, then it's not, you shouldn't eat it. So, okay. That's fair. Yeah. But that's and just not... drink water. Okay. You want to know what's really funny? What? Wine and beer and stuff are way better for you than most drinks that you could possibly drink. That depends water. on who you ask because now wine causes cancer. Oh, so I don't God. know. I'm just... So depressing. Check it out. No sports here on ESPN Radio. Uh, speaking of the uh, pre-internet days, have you watched either the new Netflix docu... Or uh, I guess Netflix like drama rendition of Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you, wa- An- have you watched the Pamela Anderson documentary? Yes. yes. You watched the Pam Anderson doc? Yes. So good. It was great. It was so well done. Yeah. I... I Gave it an A. I never give anything an A. It actually made me feel guilty for watching Pam and Tommy on Hulu because I watched that show, which I knew was just, you know, a dramatization of what really happened. Sure. But, um, yeah, I thought it was great, and it made me sad for her, and she seems like a great gal, fellow Canadian. For sure. Her house up there is gorgeous, So sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to just see the way that, like, exploitation happened, and that was also just, like, the... The first thing that ever went viral on the internet. It is, yeah. T- pa- Pam and Tommy tape. And then, Crazy. and then she was shunned for it. But then for people sure. like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton were celebrated for it. So she mm. needed better PR, I guess. I don't know. For sure. Yeah. I just felt so bad for her because she's such a nice person. I know. She seems like a sweet lady. All right. So, anyways, what else you got? All right. So Chad Johnson. Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. Yeah. So love him. Do you have any idea how annoying Chad Johnson would have been if he was around right now? Why? Because if he would have been like famous right now with his with, with TikTok inter- it, yeah. and Twitter and stuff, I mean, he just would have been on there every day. What? Who isn't? Well, totally. So he was. He's just like so famous for like his McDonald's diet and like he just would have been going through the drive-through and eating his French toast sticks and good for him. It's just amazing. Well, he's a Hall of Famer about eating like that. He he went on a podcast and talked about how he has saved eighty-three percent of his forty-eight million dollar NFL salary. Wow! Because he was wearing fake jewelry, so when mm. he was doing all the showboating and stuff like that, all fake. <laughs> He flew Spirit Airlines. Oh, of course. He said, why would I need a private jet? I just need to get from point A to point B. Yeah. He is exactly what I have been talking about for these guys. He needs to go and speak to these rookies and say, he's like, I just bought my stuff at Claire's Boutique. <laughs> I love that. Oh, he, so so he still has a solid, you know, 
I can't do math, but a lot of millions. Sure. And I'm happy for that. That just, I feel like finally someone's listening to me. Yeah, finally. Uh, you should write him a letter. I, you know what? So Maybe I will. Chad, thanks for taking my advice. Thank you. Ocho Cinco. Chad Ocho Cinco. Now, why did guy. he change his name? Because he's hilarious. I don't know. He's always had like new tactics to mess with people. And I mean, he's like the all time great, one of the all time great smack talkers ever. Yeah. He wore 85. He doesn't understand that Ocho Cinco's not 85, it's 85, <laughs> but he didn't care. Uh, I mean, one of the greatest touchdown celebrations ever when he caught, I think it was a 75th touchdown, he came off the field and then he had a custom-made, the, the Hall of Fame jackets are gold, so he had a gold jacket that he put over himself <laughs> and it said, Hall of Fame class of question mark. <laughs> That. He used to get fined for it. It's so dumb that they used to find him for that. It was so entertaining. He's it's like, I'm going to pay this fine, but I'm not going to buy a real diamond. That's right. I love it. That's great. Chad Johnson, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah, we got we got one degree of separation away from Chad. How? A good friend of this show, Dennis Erickson, uh, who's a college football Hall of Famer, a great coach. He was the coach at Oregon State when Chad Johnson played there. Do you think he, we can get him on the show? He can give some financial tips. You know, if there's anybody that could ask Chad Johnson to come on the show, Dennis Erickson would probably be one. I don't think that Chad would say no to Dennis. I just don't know if Dennis would want to bug Chad to come on here. But well, I don't come on, know. Dennis. Hook us up. Maybe. Yeah, if Coach Erickson's by chance listening. His son is Coach Erickson's son's a coach for the Grizz here in town. So Love it. Dennis Erickson played at Montana State and uh yeah, one of our good buddies. He always he's our one of our go to guys. We're talking like the history of college football. Maybe Chad and I can go and talk to these NFL players about how to properly save your money. You guys would be just two peas in a pod. Love it. Chad, call me. Eating French toast sticks and stuff. I I won't eat a French, but I will eat a McDonald's cheeseburger (laughs) with a Diet Coke. All right. That is like a dream lunch. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Carolyn, the chicken does know sports, joining us uh, here on the radio. What's up? What else you got? Big shakeup at the Nets. Not right. the New Jersey Nets, by oh, the way. No, 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 it's the Brooklyn Nets. Nets. Oh, yeah, yeah. I felt dumb. Um, <laughs> so my buddy Kyle, Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. Traded to Dallas. That's right. Now, why? Okay, before I even go further, is this in the middle of the season? Like, this is the middle of the season. So like tomorrow he's, go, dr- he he's played flying last, to Dallas. He played last night. At, in Dallas. For Dallas, yeah. Okay, how do you do? Uh, you know, I I didn't watch it. I we had it on, and then I went to read because I was bored. Do you think he actually played? He definitely played. He started. Okay. Yeah, he was in the game for sure. Because he hasn't really been playing with the Nets, right? He's been sitting out. That's right. He's, he's been in and out for sure. Okay. Um, the trade deadline's today at three p.m. That's part of why these guys are getting traded right now. Okay. In the middle of the year. Kevin Durant was traded. Kevin Durant was traded last night. That's why I woke up to this morning. That was the news of the day. Now, is he, um, well, actually on Friday, today's Friday that we're airing this. So yeah. that was on Thursday. Sure. Just making that clear. Yeah, yeah. We're recording on Thursday. This airs on Friday. Kevin Durant will likely be playing for these Phoenix Suns, yes. Now, is that a good trade, what they traded him for? I mean, Kyrie seems makes sense because he's been a jerk. But um, Kevin Durant, what's his story? Kevin Durant wants to win another championship, and Kevin Durant, I think, knew that Brooklyn's been a gigantic mess. Brooklyn, when they when the New Jersey Nets were first moved from New Jersey to Brooklyn, they were owned by a Russian oil uh, oligarch, sort of, and he tried to spend all the money in the world to buy a super team. He just unfortunately paid for a bunch of guys that were way past their prime, like Kevin Garnett and Darren Williams and uh, Joe Johnson, and that didn't work, and then it became this weird proposition where they were kind of just stuck. And then that guy sold the Nets. So there's a new owner. And then they made this huge run 
for Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant, and they hired Steve Nash as their coach, and it all just fell apart. And so now they're doing what smart. T- so here's the thing that most common people can't grasp about pro sports. Being okay is the worst thing you can be in pro sports. You have to be a championship contender or the worst in the league. Being okay makes you stuck forever. Okay. Because there's, for example, there's half the teams in the NBA make the make the playoffs. Half the teams. Right. So, like, the teams that are at the 15th, 16th spot are not anywhere close to the championship, but they're in the playoffs. That's a bad spot to be in. Because if you're worse, you get a better draft pick. You can get better players. Okay. So, the Nets are got rid of all these guys because so they, they, can, can, get they can save a ton of money. I mean, Kevin Durant is making $49 million this year. Kyrie Irving's making, like, $46 so million. So, then... Does Dallas pay him the rest of the year? That's right. So okay. they're, they're getting their contracts. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so then and Durant lands in Phoenix, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that, but Kevin Durant lands in Phoenix. And Phoenix too, so. did pretty well last year, right? Didn't Phoenix they? has been or very it... good the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Chris Paul has been in Phoenix for the last couple of years. They have one of the best young players in the league in Devin Booker. They have another great young player in DeAndre Ayton. The Suns are absolutely a, a championship contender by acquiring Kevin Durant. Okay. Now, Russell Westbrook was traded to the Utah Jazz. I cannot even imagine how mad Russell Westbrook is. That's what I was wondering, because I thought he was like a, he's, I don't know. He's from L.A. Yeah. He well, I didn't went know to, that. I'm he's, well, like he's from L.A., and he went to UCLA, and then his whole deal was to come back to L.A. Like, he played in Oklahoma City forever, then Houston, and now he's going to come back to L.A. That's where he's going to retire. So now, he, why did they trade him? He seemed like he was good. No, he's terrible. Oh, okay. He lost. He's... <laughs> he, all these guys are going to all go through this because Kevin Durant's still good enough to be earning the money that he's earning. All these guys sign Supermax deals. If you're not performing at a Supermax level, it's a complete waste of money for your organization. Sure, of course. Like Russell Wilson or Russell Westbrook, excuse me, is like not in the top 20 point guards in the league anymore, and he's getting paid like a top five guy. But then, like Kyrie Irving wasn't even playing, and he was being a little brat, yeah, yeah. and he was still making all this money. That's right. So I don't. I don't think Kyrie Irving helps Dallas very much at all. Uh, like Ryan Rosillo, one of my favorite NBA podcasters, said, "I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't loan Kyrie Irving five dollars. I don't think he's going to pay you back ever. Like he's, yeah. that's just the kind of guy he is. I don't know. He's not so unreliable. Yeah, I, I'm shocked anyone would want him. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. But uh, okay. Um, but I do think that Kevin Durant to the Suns is a huge deal, and I think it makes him an instant contender. Okay. Well, good for the Suns. Yeah, good for the Suns. Yeah. Um, the Suns have new ownership, by the way. You were uh, bemoaning the Suns and Robert Sarver, and all, he was the old owner who was doing all, saying all sorts of racist right, stuff, right? Right. Uh, un, uh, un, uh, unsavory work environment, mm-hmm. and uh, so they got a new owner. And then this guy goes and swings Kevin Durant. This could be a pretty big move. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on those things. It's really interesting to me the state of Phoenix, just in general, because Phoenix is the fifth largest city in America. But it's considered a small market in sports. Really? Because they don't have, like, the same amount of media. Like, in terms of population, Phoenix is way bigger than Philadelphia. But Philadelphia is, and and Washington, D.C., too. But those are huge markets, comparatively. Yeah. Because of, like, the way that the news works and, like, Philly television is going out to so many people in the suburbs and all that stuff. Right, and in the... um Just in the Northeast. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So you could be a Philly fan, but live... Couple hours away, right. whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and the Phoenix Suns and the Arizona Cardinals. Like, I remember when the Cardinals changed. Were they the Phoenix Cardinals and they changed to the That's Arizona right. Cardinals? Yep. That was like in the nineties. Yep. But they were great contenders. The Suns were always a great team in the nineties. Like, they were great. Yeah. yeah, 
I remember. And then Robert Sarver bought him and ran him into the ground. And then, okay. But then they like randomly got good towards the end of his time, and then he had to sell, and now here we are. All right. Well, I like Phoenix, frankly. I like Arizona as there a whole. Chicken Dozen on Sports here on ESPN Radio. All right. What else? All right. LeBron surpassed he did. Kareem. Um, Kareem's record was 38,387 points. That's right. <laughs> Points. <laughs> I was going to say baskets, but that's not right. No points. Um, so I was like pondering this, thinking, okay, so LeBron surpassed that, but how many seasons did LeBron play and how many seasons did Kareem play? Same. Sa- 20 seasons. 20 seasons. So it's kind of an unfair um, record unless you're pay- playing 20 or more seasons because... I mean, it's all... <laughs> but that's, like, why the record is attained, right? But I'm just saying, like, Longevity. if you if you hit that in 15 seasons or 10 seasons, that's, like, amazing. And I'm not saying it's not amazing. But it's, I'm just it's saying... It's the It's one of the most unbreakable records in sports, and they got broken. So Kareem was there when Kareem he broke there. the record, and yeah. people were saying he looked unhappy, but he was not happy. But then he, he got thrilled. happy at the end. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we all have our days. We all have our moments. If I had paparazzi following me, People I can't even imagine. People have been saying that Kareem's been looking unhappy his whole life, too. This is the whole thing. Like Does the he whole, have resting B-face? Like, the whole stereotype of the angry black man was, like, created by cr- people criticizing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's not angry. He's just stoic. Yeah, that's okay. And then when he gave the the deal to LeBron, he was smiling and I know, and yeah. He was no, crying he was, and, uh, he was yeah. very happy. I think totally. he couldn't have been happier for it to go to LeBron, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love LeBron. Um then I was wondering where was Michael Jordan in all this, but he only played 15 seasons That's and right. he retired partway. So, right. you know, um, but congrats to LeBron if you're listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congrats LeBron. <laughs> he's, uh, I, I love LeBron. He's, you know, he's one of my faves. He's the man. So, he's cool. He had his whole family there. Yeah, he's cute. Um, okay, so Tom Brady Tom posted Brady. a picture of himself in his undies. He did. Yes. And I think that's going to be his Tinder profile. Why did he do this? I'm not sure, but he did. And he was covering his junk so no one could see what he's packing. <laughs> Sorry. There's no way that Tom Brady needs <laughs> Tinder. I was. It was a joke. I don't think it's for Tinder. I think he just posted it. I don't know why he posted it, but it was all over... Have you been online at all this week? <laughs> I don't go. I don't know what sites you go on. I don't. <laughs> it was like everywhere. I, I go on Twitter and ESPN.com. And you, I bet it's on ESPN.com. Definitely on Twitter. I, I think he posted it to Twitter. I can't believe I'm Googling Tom Brady underwear. Oh, my God. Hilarious. This is terrible. Um. Uh, oh, wow. Why is he doing this? I don't know. He needs some sandwiches. Yeah, he looks pretty skinny, doesn't he? he looks Do you think so he's on Ozempic? What is that? That's the new hot weight loss drug. Oh Where have God. you been? I don't. I just because I don't <laughs> want to live in this world. You shouldn't take drugs to lose weight. Anyway, Tom Brady needs to just just. It's like I'm not in the Super Bowl, so I'm going to post a picture in my undies. I don't know. Uh, but, well, I mean, his publicist probably told him to. I'm sure someone told him to do it. I mean, he's like an enterprise. He's doing this like... I just don't think he should be doing that. I, I, I don't agree. think anybody should be, frankly, but... You know, if it was up to me, we wouldn't ever post pictures of ourselves ever, because no one cares. Well, I'm about to take our picture to post, so. <laughs> Too sick. You got to do it yourself. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody wants to see me. Um, you can pose with a statue. Okay. You and Bill Kohler. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> Replacement altar. Uh, okay, so do you think Tom Brady's going to stay retired, or is this underwear picture a sign? It's a sign he needs to <laughs> stay retired. He's staying retired. Okay. He is, but he does need to eat a sandwich. His girlfriend's blowing up the internet. That's not his girlfriend. It's not. No, it's, it's not his... even real. She's married to someone else. Whoa. She just posted a picture of herself in a jersey. So and why Tom do Brady people jersey. think he's gir- uh, his girlfriend? It's all master manipulation of social media. Holy cow. So he doesn't have a girlfriend. He doesn't have a girlfriend. Wow. I can't believe you're retired then. Why? Because he He sucks. He's not even good anymore. I agree. I just thought he was going to totally go to Vegas. You did? And just ride it out. You mean go to Vegas with Aaron Rodgers? His old coach. Well, Aaron Rodgers might go to Vegas too. Josh McDaniels, Tom Brady's old coach, is the head coach of the Vegas Raiders. He's not going to Vegas. I just my mind is skewed after being so scarred by reading that Tiger Woods book, and now I, all I think of is these guys going to these super secret parties at these super secret clubs in Vegas and just getting all these women, and it's just so weird. Okay, I don't know what book you're reading, um, but didn't you send me a picture that they're selling sand from the place that he <laughs> he retired? He made his retirement. The place that he sat. To make his Twitter video, they're selling that sand. That is, whoever buys that is the dumbest human You're on the planet. You're a pathetic loser yeah. if you buy the yeah. sand from Tom Brady's under I Tom mean, Brady's butt. who would do that? I know, like, someone would do that. But it's so crazy what we do. Speaking of Tom Brady, <laughs> as we continue to talk about him, they, he has this new movie, Tom 80 for Brady or something with, like, a bunch of old ladies going to find Tom Brady at the Super Bowl. Whoa. You didn't hear about this? No. I don't hear about anything. It's like Jane Fonda, Sally Field. I got a no phone at night rule now. So now I've just been reading books. So good. I have no That's idea what's going on. And I stopped reading depressing books thanks to my good friend Carolyn for telling me to stop doing that. Good job. Good job. I've been reading books about Steph Curry and basketball and it's so oh, nice. Oh, good. Yep. My little buddy Steph. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, no, there's a new movie. It's 80 for Brady and it's like these... Older women, I think it's our 80th birthday, they go see Tom Brady at the Super Bowl. And it's okay. supposed to open this weekend. In and the theaters? Or yes. What? In okay. the- <laughs> yes, in theaters. Okay. And Tom Brady's in it. He's in it. Yes. And I think they timed it with the Super Bowl thinking he was going to actually be in the Super Bowl this weekend and no dice. Wow. Okay. Well, 80 for Brady. I wonder who's going to go see that movie. A lot of people. Really? For sure. It looks so I dumb. I feel like you would go see it. Because it's cute little old ladies. If it was 80 for Ocho Cinco, <laughs> I would go see it. But I'm not seeing 80 for Brady. Okay. No. <laughs> Chicken does no sports, ESPN Radio. What else? Um, we've got this Buff City Soap giveaway. Okay, so let's see what you what All right, got so remember, here. guys, last week I was telling you the, mm, the way your fizzy. lady's heart is to draw a bath mm. and get some stuff from Buff City Soap and, you know, let her relax because she deserves it. So Buff City Soap gave us this really beautiful care package with soaps like Peace and Love and Love Potion. Wow. And the oil that you love, the All Hail the Queen, and then a couple bath bombs. And Their names are really creative. Do they come up with them on their own? I don't know if Beth and Steve do or if... Um, like if that's a corporate thing or what, but right. yeah, I mean, they come up with some of them, but I don't, I don't have the 99 answer to that. Palm limbs. It's pretty funny. What? Then, oh yeah. And then something like wash your ash. And, it's yeah, like yeah, pomegranate yeah. and lemon, but yeah. it's 99 palm limbs. That's right, right, right. That's pretty funny. That is cute. And that's wash your funny. ash. Yeah. Wash your ash. Yeah. Um, watch your mouth, young lady. Um, <laughs> so the, f- the first person to text in, 
Um, what should we have them text in? Ocho Cinco. First person to text in Ocho Cinco or Chicken Does No Sports or pretty much anything. Just text in and Just if you, text you win this. But if you win this, you have to follow my instructions on how to give it to your Valentine, which is... You got to draw the bath. You, you got to draw the bath. The you got to make the dinner. You got to pour the glass of wine. Mm. And you got to say, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> You do everything around here. Oh, man. Relax. Oh, man. Okay? Here we go. That's All right. Uh, text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us right now for your chance to win gift box, Valentine's Day style, from Buff City Soap. Go check out Buff City Soap over there in the Northgate Plaza and appreciate them for their continued support of Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Thanks, Carolyn. Thank you. Finally. We get ourselves a trophy. And we got some new partners over at Vertical Raise that can help you raise money in a variety of ways, particularly when it comes to high school athletics. And that's what our trophies are all about as well. Players of the Year for Boys and Girls Basketball, AA and A. We'll learn more. Pete Hamill, Vertical Raise in studio next. Keep it right here. One is now ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Is now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. It's so funny because when I was a little kid, I didn't know this was actually by a band. I thought it was Michael Jordan's song. <laughs> I, just, I thought Michael Jordan just wrote the song for himself. He was just so cool. He writes his own intro music, too. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app coming to you through the ESPN MT studio. And for a long time, I've wanted to have some sort of award or trophy that we are a part of here at ESPN MT. And now we got one in studio with me now, new buddy of mine and also new partner of ours, Pete Hamill. He is from Vertical Rays, and uh, we talked about Vertical Rays a little earlier this year. They're one of our sponsors for Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath, and I much appreciate them for being a part of that. And now we have something new and cool that we're presenting to everybody out there. We're going to have players of the year in Class AA and Class A, boys and girls basketball. So uh, I'll be on the, sort of the decision-making side in terms of that. We're going to uh, make the rounds, talk to coaches and media members about uh, some of the best of the best in the state of Montana, and then we'll present trophies to four lucky winners uh, at the end of uh, high school basketball season. What's up, Pete? How you doing, What's man? up, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. And and not four lucky winners. There'll be four deserving winners. That's right. That's sure. right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that that idea is something that started a little bit during football season. There's a group of guys that run a Facebook page called Montana AA Prep Football, and, sure. and they had a huge following, and I just said, hey, let's, you know, I watch this show all the time, and I know a ton of other people do too, so let's do something to recognize these kids beyond just talk about what happened. Like, let's let's get something out there. And so we put together a weekly award and, and chose a player of the week and then did some player of the year stuff. And it was, it was really well received and beyond, you know, 
um, it being well received by the community, I think that the kids getting recognition and, and getting to take something home for their hard earned efforts was, was really cool and made me feel good about it. And so I figured maybe we'll give it a shot with basketball. So yeah. here we are. Here we are. Well, I love it. Well, let's tell people about you first and foremost. You're from the area, from Coeur d'Alene. Yep. Came here at, what year did you come to, to Missoula? You came here to play football for Joe Glenn, I right? I came here to play football for Joe Glenn in 2000. I was part of that first. The uh, first recruiting uh, class. Yeah, and and play is probably an overstatement. <laughs> you know, I was here at the same time as Johansson Humphrey and Ben Drinkwalter and, and, you know, some guys that were just exceptionally talented. So I was on the team, um, <laughs> scout team player of the year. But, um, yeah, that's the reason I, br- I came here and, have always had a really soft spot for Missoula, and um, so now we're back. It's pretty cool, and uh, what brings it back is this deal with Vertical Rays. So you were uh, in Hawaii doing this, and now you brought this platform back uh, to Montana. We've talked about it a little bit, but tell people just a little bit more about it, because this is a great uh, resource for people that want to raise money. It's not just for high school sports, but that's kind of the... The, the entry point, that's the thing that it's used for most commonly. Yeah, so we're in every state, and um, there's a lot of schools across the country running this. Um, we, we, I think, nationally raised over $50 million last year for local programs. And like you said, you know, it's it, high school sports kind of drives it, and I think that um, that's where it's a really good fit. But we've done it for nonprofits. We've done it for churches. We've done it for—I did it for a kid in— on Maui that wanted to move to Tokyo and become a sumo wrestler. Wow. Um, Talk about goals. Yeah, and I (laughs) I think that, you know, the the point of the platform is, and I think maybe the biggest benefit to people in Montana is it it broadens your reach, right? You know, there can be... um, This place is... Is there's a ton of people that love it and, and a ton of people that don't live here anymore that maybe used to live here that love it. And it's a great way to bring money in from people that can't come to the car wash and can't come to, um, you know, maybe the the chili feed or the whatever you might be doing. Um, it's a way to be able to loop those people in and have them be able to contribute. And so um, it's been good. We've seen some good results. Um, those guys out there in Butte know how to support their teams and, and a lot of other teams have seen good results too it's a it's a great idea pete hamill from vertical rays in studio with us here on to what is now i mean i i was involved i played four sports in high school and you know every every two months you're going to the neighbor's house saying hey man i got another thing to sell you and yeah. you know it's great i mean they'll always help you or yeah. whatever but this is the way where you got an aunt that lives in Connecticut, or you got you know your dad's best friend who lives in Texas. This yeah. is a way that you can kind of use this platform you guys provide. It's pretty simple, easy entry point, and now you can kind of spread the good word and help raise money, not just you know by knocking on your neighbor's door. Yeah, I mean, we use email and we use text and we use social media to really broaden that reach and, and make sure that we're touching as many people that care about that program as possible. And we don't have any gimmicks or any hidden fees. We just try to... Um, fund the programs really well and make sure that the kids have what they need to be able to have to make those memories that, that you got to make and that I got to make and those things that matter so much. So um, that's what we're trying to do. And, and we've got the ball rolling a little bit, and I'm you know really excited about the basketball awards. It should be a, a cool thing. So We are uh, we're giving away AA and A uh, Boys and Girls Players of the Year. So um, this, is, uh, this is crowdsourcing at its finest, right? I mean, if you have feedback, you have thoughts on it, please let us know because I'm going to ask people that work in media across the state of Montana. Uh, I obviously watch and, and listen to and, and follow uh, high school sports pretty intensively as well and uh, reading about it in the newspaper every single day. And uh, so, But if you have feedback, 406 
1029. Let us know. But we'll have a Boys and Girls Player of the Year from both AA and A, and uh, very competitive divisions this year. Uh, both classifications are. So we. I already have in my head a lot of candidates uh, for all of these, but uh, should be pretty fun. Anything else we want to add about vertical rays? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, you know, I think that w- word of mouth is starting to spread a sure. little bit yeah. about some of the things that we've done. And you guys um, had great results with the Missoula Hellgate football team this last we year. We had great that. results with a lot of um, different groups at Hellgate, and then kind of got involved with the Strikers, and they were able to fund some of their scholarship stuff through that. But. You know, I think maybe just on a personal note, the thing that, that kind of sets it apart is I, I I really enjoy, you know, it's not just about raising the money. You know, sure. it's about I, I, being involved with the kids and going to the games and giving away a pair of shoes if a kid does something exceptional and, and really starting to be a good community resource where, you know, I think that selling those things we talked about, the, the kids have to learn to work for the money. But if we could, you know... Um, get a big chunk and maybe not have to worry about whether you can make three grand or four grand at a car wash. And, um, that's kind of the whole point, but, um, yeah, we'll be around and you got, you'll probably be seeing a lot of me around here and, um, looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, very good. And you get to know a lot of the coaches around Montana too. And that's another cool part. Cause there's a lot of great and impactful coaches in this state. There are. And you know, my dad was one of them. My dad right. was, um, a head coach uh, at Glasgow and at Thompson Falls and won a couple state titles. And um, so I've got Montana coaching deep in my roots. And, and a lot of the coaches that I go see um, only take my calls because they knew who my dad, <laughs> who my dad was. So um, that's a cool thing and, and really neat to start to, to reconnect with some of those people as well. Vertical Rays, the premier online donation platform. Vertical Rays utilizes emails, texts, messaging, and uh, social media to uh, increase the reach of your fundraiser with little effort. Uh, if you want to learn more, you can visit verticalraise.com or you can just uh, get a hold of us here at ESPN Radio. I can get up with Pete. Uh, but either way, uh, good efforts, man. And uh, it's, it's all for the kids, so that's pretty cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for um, thanks for having me, Coulter. This is cool. I'm excited about it. I want to know who your candidates are. I like, know, Can we get right? a hint? You got you to hold on to those I, I, for a little right. while? I know. I mean, I, I can tell you right now in terms of Class A boys basketball, there's a couple front runners right now. Royce Robinson has been outstanding at Lewistown. Uh, he is one of the best players in the state for sure. He's headed to Carroll College. And he's got Lewistown undefeated. They're number one in the state. Dougie Peoples, though, at Butte Central, pretty darn good. Dougie dropped 44 the other night. That broke a record that has stood for 42 years at Butte Central. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. A cool moment, too. If you want to see it on Twitter, Bill Foley does a great job covering Butte Sports uh, at ButteSports.com. He had a great picture. Mike McLeod, who's actually an acquaintance of mine, and Jim McLeod, his brother, is a good friend of mine here in Missoula, uh, Mike was at the game, and Mike was the one who held the record for since oh, 1981. Wow. That's super and so there was cool. a cool picture of Dougie Peoples and Mike McLeod hugging it out and uh, giving it up. So uh, gotta love it. That's what makes Montana so great. That's it's just, awesome. it's just uh, one endless neighborhood, right? It's just uh, 800 miles long. Pete Hamill, Vertical Rays in studio with us. Visit verticalrays.com to learn more about uh, their awesome fundraising platforms. And we'll keep telling you about it leading up to. Uh, these uh, awards that we'll give out right after the state basketball tournament. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Why do Super Bowl commercials cost so much? Is it actually worth it? And what sort of impact can a halftime show have on your music career? We'll do all that next. The Business Angle with Justin Angle to get hour number two kicked off here on your Friday. Keep it right here. You want us now, ESPN Radio. 
I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions, that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The Advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The Advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.